This is Heavy Heart Football. On today's show, while the Redskins are on vacation, we try to come up with something Redskins related to talk about. Like Sam Huck being shafted by the Redskins organization's radio network for a pay increase. This and much more live with Aaron, Josh, and John! Yo, yo, yo! What's up, y'all? Yo, yo, yo! What's happening? Yo! Welcome to episode number 85. I'm in the land of cheese, the land of cheese, the land of cheese. Anyway, welcome to uh, episode 85, the Don Warren and Denarian McCants memorial episode. Yes, welcome. I'm joining you guys from the Cheesehead State. Dude, how many Redskins fans did you find up there? Um, so far, I found none. But, but let me tell you this. When I was flying in today, I uh, had a layover in Atlanta. And um, I was sitting in the Sam Adams Cafe. Yeah. And enjoying my lunch and other things. And uh, there was a television that was there, and they were showing NFL Network. And I got to see the 1991 Redskins as told through the eyes of none other than Fathead Mark Griffin. <laughs> and really? Joe and Gibbs. Himself. Dude, yeah. and Joe Gibbs is on there, and I think Charles Mann. Yeah, he was. I sent you an email while I was sitting there at the bar. Did you get it? No, I didn't get it. Uh, anyway. It probably got filtered yeah, out. Dude, it was like the work. 1991 Redskins, and man, they showed like every single Mark Rippin fumble on the TV. <laughs> and then they would show like a super close-up of his really fat head, and he would talk about how how tough the season was and blah, blah, blah. Dude, dude you how, didn't. How he didn't show up to... Uh, how he didn't show up to camp until late, and finally Jack Jack Kent Cook said, "Mark Rippon be a bloody idiot if he doesn't show up to camp soon." Dude, that was actually the 1990 season leading into the 91 season. Yeah, right. yeah but it was like spanning the 91 year. It's, it went from like the loss there, and then on into the 91 year, and all of that. Dude, it's ah. it started with the uh, body bag game with the. Uh, they should have like the body bag game. <laughs> Dude, can you hear me? Can what? You? I just go, I just went, it started with the body bag game, and then you go, they showed, like, the body bag game. <laughs> I, I can't hear you, dude. I'm sitting out on this patio, and I've got, like, winger or something playing through a speaker in my ear. Uh, winger. No, it's not winger, but it's, I don't know who the white snake I think He's only 17. Dude, anyway, did, have you watched that DVD I sent you? Because it had um, all three of the uh, America's games on it. I couldn't hear you, Aaron. I'm sorry, dude. I said I recorded that off of the NFL Network and, and sent it to you on DVD. So you should yeah, have. I know. I know. It's the same one. But uh, you did not illegally record it or anything, though. No, 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 no. No, I purchased it. Yeah. Uh, Josh, it sounds like you're in the middle of a windstorm. Well, I kind of am. I kind of am. And there's not a whole lot I can do about it. Are there, are there like, cheeseheads flying around you in a big cyclonic uh, mass? Big a cyclonic big mass, mass of, of cheeseheads. 
great big mass of shredded cheddar. Have you have you seen Brett Favre yet? I have not. I have not. I thought you were tired. <laughs> no, but give him. This is, this is Josh reporting to us live in the field um, on his secret spy mission for the Washington Redskins, checking up on the Packers. And uh, yeah, I'm actually I'm actually in Madison, Madison, Wisconsin. Hey, make sure you bring uh, Brett Favre some Sensodyne, dude. <laughs> I can bring you back a cheese head. They sell them in the airport. Uh, that's all right. I'll pass. Yeah, I'll pass on that. <laughs> I was trying to figure out some way we could deface it or something, but. No, we don't hate them that much, man. Yeah, yeah. The Packers are one of those old school teams that, you know, you have a lot of respect for. Unlike, say, the, the, the Eagles. Or the Cowboys. I agree. No, the Cowboys aren't even that old school. Plus the Packers have the decency to uh, to run like hot water pipes under their field to try to at least melt some of that ice and snow off of there. But they don't run those hot water pipes under the stands, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> anyway... <laughs> so what's what's been going on in the world of the Redskins this week, guys? Well, I read an article about the uh, Eastern Motors commercial. Did you see that article? About the what? The Eastern Motors commercial. <laughs> Eastern Motors, as in the Eastern Motors curse? Yeah. Apparently, yeah, what, was that, what was that about? Well, apparently, Rand, I have not seen the commercial, and I don't even know if it's on TV, being that I don't live in the Washington area at the moment. Um, <laughs> at the moment. <laughs> but apparently, Randall, Randall L., Santana Moss, um, Jason Campbell, uh, who else? Um, Clint Porter? I don't know. Chief Z is in it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Clinton. Clinton took over, because it used to be... Uh... A group of new, a group of. What about Fred Smoot? Is he on there? He's not in there, but Chief Z is, which I thought was funny. Chief Z oh, is really? on there. That's fantastic. That's awesome. And apparently, at the end of the commercial, they all go getting these. Uh, it's supposed to be like Reservoir Dogs esque, like they're walking or something together. <laughs> and um, at, oh, and some for some reason, Willis McGahee is in it. <laughs> is that, um, <laughs> dude, is, that, is it really like Reservoir Hogs? I guess, dude. But, but, and Willis McGahee. <laughs> Hi, everyone. I'm football's Willis McGahee. Yeah, last oh, yeah. year they had a bunch of Redskins, or two years ago, I guess. They had a bunch of Redskins and Ray Lewis randomly in there with them. And then before that, it was a bunch of Redskins and Richard Dean Anderson. You know, McGonagall. <laughs> Seriously? TV's McGiver. Yeah. <laughs> I am. I'm TV's Wilford Brimley. <laughs> Buy Easter Motors. Yo. Buy Easter Motors, we give away free Quaker Oats. <laughs> it's good for you. But anyway. You can order them right from your home. <laughs> Pen life insurance. <laughs> but anyway. Sam, a, a and I can't believe Wilford Brimley's still alive. That's Sam Waterston, the legal eagle. No, that's Rod, like dude, that, dude, that's Roger Mudd. Anyway, so, yeah, the pickings are slim, really, really slim this week. I think everyone is finally in that last little uh, rest and relax, get the batteries fully charged, going into a training camp, which is coming up in just a couple more weeks on the 27th, first day of training That's camp, right. July 27th. Um, yeah, there's not a lot of news about anybody. 
But hey, let me finish talking about the commercial. At the end of the commercial, oh yeah, apparently they all walk and get in these fat cars. Like one of them gets in a Lamborghini, and one gets in a Beamer, and one gets an Escalade, something like that. But apparently Chief Z gets in an Impala, <laughs> like an old, <laughs> like an old school macked out one. <laughs> sweet, sweet. <laughs> God bless you guys. <laughs> and that's all the news there is to report in Redskins land this week. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Now, there was an article that came out a couple weeks ago in the Post from uh, Leonard Shapiro, who occasionally does some spots with the Washington Post. And he was talking about Sam Huff. Um, and the title of the article was, Huff's return to booth was never in doubt. And I was like, really? There, were, there was really doubt at one point? But apparently there wasn't. What did, uh, hey, John, did Larry Michael, like, uh, clone himself and try to push, uh, Sam Huff out of the booth? Yeah, you know what? If technology were there, I'm sure he would. Cause Larry's just that kind of guy. Um, uh, but apparently, uh, Sam was looking for, Sam hadn't had a raise in a while, and this is all according to the article by Shapiro, that Sam Huff hadn't had a raise in a while, so this year he hired an agent, he wanted a little bit more money to, uh, be with the Redskins to uh, announce the radio games because he's been doing it for 35 years. You know, he figured apparently he'd, he'd like to at least make as much money as Sonny was making or at least some kind of raise. So he hired an agent, agent went in, and the Redskins actually told him that money was tight and there wasn't money available to give him a raise. <clears throat> you kidding me? The Redskins told him there wasn't money available to give him, a Hall of Famer, <laughs> former player, a raise. You know why there wasn't? Because they had to pay so much money to have that guy in the Transformers movie wear that jersey the whole film. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Are you? Are you kidding me, dude?" I'll tell you what. If we collect fifty cents from every Redskins fan, <laughs> we may have enough we to give a raise. We could start a, uh, uh, you know, pay Sam more fun. Or we could just, here's my plan, alright? Is there a bar fight there, dude? What's that? Is there a bar fight there? It sounds, sounds like there's some cheeseheads fighting in the background. Yeah. Over, no, it's just some other 80s song. Over a piece of hoop cheese. But anyway. Over, over some cheese pizza. <laughs> but anyway, um, this is my plan to solve this whole problem. A, fire, uh, Larry Michael. And then take his salary, which is probably exaggerated beyond belief. Give Sam his raise, and with the leftover, bring back Frank. Bring back Frank. Bring back Frank. Absolutely. You know, and and I, I posted a, a link to this on the website, and a little a little uh, a little uh, session of, of complaint on my, from my part. And and uh, at the very bottom of it, I made a little comment because I read through the whole article twice from Shapiro, and he didn't mention Frank Herzog once. And I was like, wow, has he been gone for so long that they haven't, like, people are actually forgetting that he was there and he was a thousand times better than Larry Michael ever can be. Dude, did he mention Larry? He talked about Larry. What did he say, that he sucked? No, he didn't say anything negative about him. Well, he's been paid off, obviously. Yeah. Larry's a company you know, man. He probably doesn't want to sow the seeds of discontent in there because, I mean, even I think they, if I remember correctly, either Sonny or Sam, I forget, one of them said um, that basically they get along with Larry and they work pretty well with him as a referee between the offense of Sonny Jurgensen and the defense of of uh, Sam Huff. 
and didn't say anything negative, but, I mean, what are they going to say right. publicly about him? Same thing so we say. They should give Larry they the, uh, they should give him the Redskins for a day award and, like, just pick a game when the Redskins are, like, ahead and, like, put them in some pads and let them carry the ball if you carry. <laughs> you know what I love? Like, uh, if you look at all those pictures on, like, Redskins.com where Larry Michaels, like, having his radio lunch or whatever. He's always got, like, some brand new jersey on that he just put on for the photo. Because we all know. Yeah, it's, got, it's got, like, you know, like the shoulder divots from the hanger. <laughs> yeah. Because we all know that he, uh. Hanging on the, on the, on the uh, rack in the Redskins <laughs> store at FedEx, at FedEx Field. He, like, wanders through the FedEx Field store. Yeah. Like, oh, I'll wear this one today. And then. Takes it. And then since Everyone's money. like, are you going to pay for that? No, nah, dude. He signs an autographed uh, headshot of himself and says, "This should cover it." <laughs> but then, he, no, dude. What he does since money is so tight is he leaves the tag on it and then returns it. He says, "I'll bring it back, and then you can sell it for three times as much on eBay because I've worn it." Well, that cheap bastard probably takes it back, and he's like, "Oh, I need a refund for this jersey that I never paid for in the first place." <laughs> Oh, man. Okay, let's go on to some other bashing. How, at least there's another bad announcer that we don't have to hear this season. Bill Moss got fired, or he's not being brought back. Did he get fired? He's, I hadn't heard if he had gotten fired. I, I know he got arrested. Bill Moss got arrested, a, a Fox football announcer. Um, and we kind of like Brian Baldinger Light. If you're not sure exactly who he is, he's, he's just about as annoying, but not quite as Brian Baldinger. Brian Baldinger White. <laughs> Lord, what is going on? <laughs> I just walked back inside. Dude. I had to make sure that I had a nacho or two I could still eat. Dude, the whole state's over there in the bar, man. Hello, Wisconsin. Hello, Wisconsin. Hello, Wisconsin. Sorry, I'm stepping back out. I want to rock and roll all night. <laughs> Party every day. <laughs> dude, dude, is that the chick from that 70s show? Oh, sorry. You just think it is because of uh, the seventies hairstyles just got to Wisconsin. <laughs> uh, anyway, enough Wisconsin bashing. Let's get back to Bill Moss. He's another annoying announcer, much like Brian Baldinger and Larry Michael. And he apparently last week he got caught with uh, cocaine, ecstasy, and marijuana in his car. And from what I heard on Sirius Satellite Radio this morning, is that Fox is not bringing him back. Really? Wow, if the box isn't bringing them back, he really screwed up. I know, what about Michael Irvin? He got caught. They kind of set a precedent by bringing Michael Irvin in after he got busted. No, seriously. I think that uh, that, that is the right thing to do. Because, you know, he's, uh, he's a public face. He's out there saying, you know, he's out there. People, you know, listen to him. He's got he's got a set example. I don't. I turned down the TV. If you... The SEC. Who do you guys think the SEC was? LaRon Landry. That's right. LaRon Landry. <laughs> where, where was he out of? I don't have it here. I forgot. LSU. He's a tiger. Thank you. LSU. 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 And that's 2007. 
number five, the Pac-10. Jim Yazoo Smith, Oregon, 1968. Really? Man. Man. <laughs> what about the mediocre seven? And Notre Dame, Tom Carter, 1993. Who? Tom Carter. Jeez. Uh, uh, and what about the Big South? What was the last one drafted out of the Big South? John the Tree Adams. <laughs> he actually was drafted out of Notre Dame. Really? Uh, football card. His 1947 right. football card. I bet you. Right on. So anyway, congratulations to Jeff Merrill from Chico, California, for getting the answer right, and we will send you a nice prize. Although, however, Josh, I tried to load um, the new Firefox today, and it said that that Harry Hog theme does not is not working with it. I know Uh-oh. we haven't updated. We haven't updated for Firefox 2.0. So anyway, so we'll have to do that, and then we'll send you the uh, the uh, the Harry Hog football theme for Firefox 2.0. Yeah, whenever, yeah I, whenever I get around to that. But thanks for writing in the uh, the answer there. Yeah, congratulations, like, Jeff. You know, a couple weeks from now, training camp, something like that. It's on the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, here's the next question. Here's, here's the next question sitting in, sent in by none other than Tom himself. Excellent. In October 1964, the Vikings were playing the San Francisco 49ers. Famously, Jim Marshall of the Vikings picked up a fumble and ran 66 yards the wrong way to his own end zone. He threw the ball away upon entering the end zone, thinking he had scored a touchdown. Unfortunately, his play resulted in a safety for the 49ers. Fortunately for him, though, the Vikings went on to win the game despite his goof-up. Question. Who fumbled the ball? So, um... If you know the answer, everyone out there, go ahead and send your answer in to RedskinsFan at HarryHogFootball.com. And that is H-A-R-R-Y-HogFootball.com. That's right. Or you can give us a ring, ring-a-ding-ding, at, uh, what is it, 202-657-HAIL, H-A-I-L, as in hail to those Redskins. Um, I also wanted to mention that we've been getting emails in from some people from last season. That were in our fantasy league that want to secure their team. John's going to be uh, setting that up probably after he gets back from uh, his European vacation. Ah! Yeah, I'll be leaving for Europe in a few days. I'll be over there in Ireland and England for two weeks. And uh, I'm going to send out stuff for the fantasy league uh, probably the first week of August. Right on. And um, so For those of you guys who were in it last year, you'll get your invite. And uh, if we have more spaces, then we'll, we'll go from there. And for all you Ians that have been writing in, um, John is still trying to set something up over there in England for the 25th. So uh, get back to him on suggestions of uh, pubs and places like that that's, to meet up. That's right. And I'll be leaving for uh, the, the west coast of Ireland in about, oh, what day am I leaving? On the 16th, and I'm not going to have email access for a few days. So hopefully we'll get that sussed out beforehand. I know I've, I've been writing back and forth with you guys. So. We can get together, have a punt, commiserate over the uh, horrible 90s and talk about the great days in the 80s and the great days to come for the Washington Redskins. As in this season. Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Championship. Championship. Redskins. (laughs) Um, Anyway, you guys got anything else to add? No. Just about it. This week's pretty slim. Uh, You got a random Redskins? I do. I have a random Redskin of the week. Uh, our random Redskin of the week is Timmy Smith, the running back out of Texas Tech, who played for all of two seasons with the Washington Redskins, 1987 to 1988. But he did, of course, 
set a record. 200 and what, 55 yards or something like that? Something like that. Yeah. I think it was a little bit less than that, but he scored scored uh, in Super Bowl 22 and, you know, stepped in as a rookie and exploded at Super Bowl 22, exploded all over the Denver Broncos. Dude, and, uh, dude he was only... And now, and now he's in jail for uh, dealing drugs. Now he's in jail. How the mighty have fallen. Dude, he was on the team for two years, but didn't he really only play in like four games or something? I think it was something like that because he almost didn't play a very he didn't play almost at all the second year in 1988. Mm-hmm. And I think he right. only I think the was I think the Super Bowl was his first start. I think it was. <laughs> at any event, dudes, um, I think that about wraps it up. We'll let Josh get back to the cheeseheads. And try to try to convert them to uh, Redskins fans. By the way, the guy that yelled uh, "Go Skins," uh, he was actually wearing a Pittsburgh Steelers T-shirt while he while he was yelling that. That's odd. Yeah, Chiefs head fans, come on over here. Just like Lombardi came to Washington, you guys need to follow. <laughs> yeah, just come on over, cheeseheads. You can tell tell them all that. Just remember dude. that as the night goes on. Lombardi came to Washington for a reason. Yeah, Josh. So if you meet some, uh, so if you meet cheeseheads, right tell them that today. I will. Don't don't worry. Don't worry. And um, everyone out there, um, as usual, this week especially, since some magazines have picked them to go to the Super Bowl. <laughs> if you see a Cowboys fan. Joke Peace, y'all. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. guys that have made it through that music you have found the bonus hidden track on harry hog football episode 85 <laughs> this is the behind the scenes listen at what it takes to get a podcast going between aaron josh and john hello what's up dude hey man you about ready yeah do we have josh are we waiting for him to call us uh we're waiting for him. You want me to call him and see if he's ready? Um, yeah, I guess give him a ring. I'm, I'm chowing down right now, trying to trying to wolf down before uh, we get started. Yeah. What are you having? I'm doing taking a nap. Taking a nap. <laughs> taking a nap from doing nothing. You ain't dude, got. I was busy today. Dude, you ain't got no job. Good shit. I left the house and everything. I left the house and everything. You did what? I left the house and everything. Yeah, but did you put on pants? Put on shorts. Did you get my message? I did. How's that flat iron? Dude, it was outstanding. I think I heard someone like talking about flat iron steak when I was uh, out of the mouth today. Huh, weird. It's pretty good I stuff. check it out. I think it was at Sam's Club when they said it. It's pretty good stuff, dude. That's why I hear. All right, yeah. Um, I guess we're just waiting on Josh to call us then, right? Guess what I'm doing right now. What's here, that? Here, I'll give you a hint. 
drinking a beer? Not just any beer, dude. Ah, Guinness. One that gives me strength. All right, dude. Well, um, I'll call Ned real quick and then call you back. Right on. Hurry up and wolf. Right, hurry up and wolf that haggis down. I'm wolfing, man. I'm wolfing. All right. Bye. Bye. Dude, you ready? Alright. Hey, dude, what's up? Dude, you about ready? Yeah, I'm going to uh, step outside here and uh, call you in a minute. Thank you. Uh, okay. Alright, as soon as I get my beer, I'll call you. Okay, bye. Alright, bye. As you guys can tell, I'm trying to get the boys together for the podcast. This is the kind of stuff that goes on every week. Just trying to get the boys together is sometimes a rough operation. But we'll get it going here in a second.